the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. God will gladly take over navigating our lives when we surrender to Him. He's standing on the outside, waiting for us to open the door of our hearts from the inside. We must let Him in and give Him complete control. As Pastor Rander continues today's message, listen closely as he focuses in on God's criteria for knowing His will and what we must willingly do to live in Him, through Him, and for Him. God must always be first in all things, and we must submit to His Lordship in all things. Remember to keep your Bible, pen, and paper handy. This same Jesus, say same Jesus. I like that. I get happy about that. Say same Jesus. This same Jesus who was taken up from you into heaven, heaven's up, will so come in like manner as you saw him go into heaven. He will come back in like manner. Another wonderful scripture on Jesus is coming back again. It's first Thessalonians chapter four, verses 16 through 17. It says for the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a shout with the voice of an archangel and with the trumpet of God and the dead in Christ will rise first. Then we who are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And thus we shall always be with the Lord. Another significant scripture is many, many scriptures on the Lord's return. Uh, Revelation twenty-two twelve also says, and behold, I am coming quickly. And my reward is with me to give every one according to his work. Now, when he comes, some of you are going to be unrewarded because you haven't done any work. What ministry are you in? What is your ministry? Where are you serving? Where are your works? You mean you want rewards without works? My reward is with me when I come to give everyone according to his work. It's time to work. Let's let's go back. Let's go back now uh, to where we were. D, believing the truth about Christ brings spiritual freedom. Believing the truth about Christ brings spiritual freedom. John 8, 31 and 32 says, then Jesus said to those Jews who believed him, if you abide in my word, you are my disciples indeed. And you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. Say free. Free. Say free again. Now, some of you are saved, but you're not free. God don't just want you saved. He wants you in spiritual freedom. The word of God has inherent spiritual power to break addictions. Did you get that? The word of God has spiritual 
power inherent within it to break spiritual addictions such as nicotine and alcohol. The word of God, when when applied, uh, can break the addiction of marijuana. I know a lot of folks are trying to justify it and they're buying it and they're putting it on the market and all that. Listen, that's a whole lot of they are proving a whole lot of stuff. And just because they're proving it as a government, you just say, oh, well, the government says it's OK. And you just grab it and gulp it down and smoke it down and take it down. Every, everything that's 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 legal is still not good for you. I know some of you don't want to hear that. Oh, I got to have one. It removes my headaches. It does this and all. Well, maybe so. But there's some other things that can move your headache, too. The word of God has healing in it. It has healing in it. The word of God is therapeutic. The word of God will save you from painkillers. The word of God will heal your pornography. You'll be surprised. Pornography is at an epidemic proportion in our children. It's just a click away. Adults, men and women. It's all over the place. It's on television. It's in commercials. You can watch, watch, watch a movie. You can go to the movies and all of a sudden you're trying to see something decent. And here's, here's this half naked or just about naked. They might as well be naked. You see just about everything. There's no such thing as soft porn. It's porn. Uh, it, it would break the spirit of sexual immorality. This, this is all forms of sexual immorality under that umbrella to include homosexuality, uh, adultery, uh, premarital sex, uh, bestiality, and all the other realities. Uh, you know what the word of God does? It breaks addiction. It breaks the addiction of negative thought. Some of you, your, your, your thoughts live in the domain of negativity. Your, 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 it's, it's, you, you can just get up and tell your spouse or tell your child or tell somebody, it's a good day. Well, what's good about it? You know, I went to the gas station because I just wanted to, to, to buy something for me because I was coming up here to work late on Friday, me and a person who was working with me. And I said, well, let me just stop by the store. I very, I very rarely, I stopped at the Venero just up here off of 1604, and I went in there, and it was this young brother. And, um, and I looked at him, and I said, how you, uh, how you doing? And he was just looking at me all crazy and cockeyed and... <laughs> and uh, I say, you know, it's going to be a good day. You know, God's got some special. It's, it's going to really be a good day. And, um, and God wants to bless your life. And you're full of potential for Christ. I, I'm, just here to, I'm just here to encourage you. You know what he told me? I don't need no encouragement. And I looked at him. I said, yes, you do, too. <laughs> he looked at me. I said, yes, you, you just don't know it. I looked at him. You gonna challenge me? Tell me he don't need encouragement. That just showed me how bad off he is. He's about twenty-one or so. I don't need no encouragement. I'm negative. Paul was having a bad day, but still, he was just compiling the problem. And uh, listen, y'all, you need to ask God to deliver you from a negative spirit. I mean, you know, I know your husband and your wife got issues. But if you ask the Lord, he'll show you some blessed aspects of your spouse. And you start saying, you know what? I thank God for you. And they'll want to take your temperature. <laughs> there are good aspects about your, your spouse, your girlfriend, your boyfriend. If you can't find no good aspects, you, listen, you better not be hooking up with them. If it's all negative, what you doing with them? 
What you doing with them? I mean, just some folk is just negative. I mean, glass is half empty. Well, it's half full. <laughs> negative thoughts. Uh, some of you addicted to social media or cell phones. You have a panic attack if you drive off without your phone. But no panic attack if you drive off without your Bible. Habitually watching the news over and over and over. Some of you are addicted to body piercing. And, and so, and I'm not saying all piercing is not bad, but when you habitually have to keep making holes in yourself and you keep have to put this in there and you got, then you got to put piercing in your tongue and, and, and you're the, a waiter, is, and, and you're trying to order. And, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can't talk straight. All those beads coming all straight down the tongue. That's addiction, y'all, all everywhere. And I'm looking. I say, wow, look at all those BBs. This is all everywhere. What are you doing? Look how quiet it's getting in here. And some of y'all, some of y'all putting uh, body piercing in some of the strangest places, and I'm not going there. I'm not going there. Some of y'all, tattoo, you know, tattoos. Let me tell you something about tattoo. You say, well, I got one, Pastor. Cool down. I'm not going to mess with you because you got a tattoo. Okay, but now listen, when you got to get two, three, four, five, six, seven, when you habitually tattooing yourself, it's on your feet, it's on your ankle, it's in your elbow, it's on your head, it's all in your face. And then you walk into you walk into USAA and they say, hire me. (laughs) They say, thank you for your application. Have a good day. (laughs) You're not coming back. They scared of you. I would want to meet you in a back alley. And you know what? That stuff is easy to put on. Say you make it so easy to put it on. Oh, he makes it so easy. But is hell getting that stuff off you? I was one day at a big conference in um, California and myself, a pastor's conference. And we were walking during the break, my pastor and other it was, I was only black and it was about four or five other white pastors. We were just walking. We just wanted to go somewhere and just take a break and enjoy California. And we're walking on the sand of the Pacific Ocean and all that. And then I saw a, pat, a tattoo parlor. And I told those guys, I said, you know, I've never been in a tattoo parlor. It was going to be like I was crazy. I said, let's go in there and see what it's about. You know, and that's the minute I figured it's safety in numbers, you know. And so, <laughs> look how y'all, y'all love hearing my business. Get out of my tea. <laughs> so, but I got, I'm going somewhere with this. And so one guy, they were all stretched out. They were getting them all. And I was walking here and I was walking over there and I was looking all around. And, uh, and I saw one guy and he was, <laughs> and I looked at him down the face. I said, does it hurt? <laughs> And the tattoo specialist or artist or whatever he was, he said, mister, don't ask him, does it hurt? Just ask him, how bad does it hurt? <laughs> That's what he told me. That's what he told. Now, why, why do you want? I don't understand it. Why do you want? You, you go off. I don't understand it. Somebody got to sit me down. And you know something, too? You tattoo, I love John on your elbow or on your arm. And then all of a sudden you fall out with John. And then you, and then you, and then you start dating somebody else and a new girl got to look at, I love John. Cause you can't get, you can't get John off. Now you with Joe. 
You know something else about it too? Let me just, I'm, I'm just pausing here to make you think. Thank you, Holy Ghost. The way you think, I want you to hear me well. The way you think now, if you're beginning to grow in Christ, five, ten years later, your thinking is going to change as you mature. Anybody? And then all of a sudden, as you begin to mature and change, then all of a sudden you don't want it on you. You say, you know, why did I put this on me? Why did I put that man's name on me? Why did I do this? Why did I put that woman's name on me? And you just got all these. And all of a sudden you start going through the changes of life and you don't even want that stuff anymore. You know, I'm not saying everything is all bad, but I think those are points of consideration. Now, if I'm saying, if I'm, if I'm making sense, why don't you say a big amen to the Lord? A big amen to the Lord. You know what you need to do? I told the kids this in Mo Ranch. You, all of us need to put self-imposed boundaries around our lives and say, Lord, establish those boundaries around me and and when I begin to edge ever so close to that boundary, you make it so hard for me to get to the edge of it that my best attempt won't let it succeed. You got to have some boundaries. If you don't, uh, sin will take you further than you want to go. And sin will keep you longer than you want to stay. You, it's wise when you put some self info. You, you, you know what you tell your child? You can't don't run in the street. They're four years old. Don't run in the streets. You, you're not saying that because you just want them to be miserable. You, you don't want them to be hit by a car. So you put those boundaries. But when they get old, when they get 15, 18, 20, 25, 30, 40, you, none of us are ever too old to have self-imposed boundaries around us. And you start, you really need them when you're going to, we start dating, uh, put those boundaries. There's some things you're not going to do when you're by yourself with that girl. And sometimes you don't need to be by yourself. You need to say, you know what? I need to double date. Oh, look how quiet it got. I didn't get one amen. <laughs> because yeah, you, you can't say amen because you want to do something else. You know, you need, you, you need help. You need accountability. You need self-imposed boundaries. Yeah. I told those kids the other day, oh, they get a mouthful, especially on those questions. They got to ask, ask me these questions. And, uh, oh, we have fun, that whole panel. Uh, you need to learn to tell yourself no. You got permission to tell yourself no so that you can be all that God wants you to be. Who's going to be in charge of, of your life? Is it going to be you or God? Somebody's in charge or the devil. Now, that wasn't popular what I just said. And somebody live streaming is mad, going to cut me off. But somebody's going to cut me on. <laughs> because only the truth going to set you free. I am amazed. People are addicted to junk food. You, I mean, uh, and a little junk food not going to hurt you. Every once in a while, I go out there and get me, I want a greasy burger, and I want some fries when I want it. You say, oh, you want a burger? Oh, yeah, I know where those joints are. The burger joints now. (laughs) Okay, don't go nowhere for the burger joint. (laughs) 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 You know, do you ever have a taste where you just want some French fries, a burger, and a Coke? No, but I'm not going to put a triple patty 
on the on the on the on the bird on the on between the bread. I don't want all that. I don't want that all that extra. And I'm not going to get that three and four days a week. I can't live on that. I don't want to be so big that I can't climb these stairs. I can, you know, I, I can do pretty good. can't do that at 40. <laughs> you got to trim down. You just can't let go. Do so, don't, 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 don't lessen your quality of life. Junk food, overeating. You know you fool. But you like it and you just keep opening a pot. You don't, God is convicting you but you go back to that pot a third time. Save some for later. Later, as high as food is, you need to say something. <laughs> say something. You need to say something. You need seconds and thir- you need to create fourths off of those meals to keep you out of H-E-B. Oh, you will know the truth and the truth. The truth will make you free. Make you free. Uh, E, listen, the truth is essential because the word of God is truth. The truth is essential because the word of God is truth. John 17, 17 says, sanctify, set apart, sanctify them by your truth. Your word is truth. This book is truth. It is the absolute truth. There's none like it. It is supernatural in origin, straight from God. There's nothing else like this book. I wish I could talk more about it. Next, beloved, if you want to know truth in a world filled with confusion, lies, and deception, then look to Jesus because he is the embodiment of truth. He is the personification of truth. John 14, 6 says, Jesus said to him, I am the way, the truth, the truth. I am. Jesus is the truth and the life, eternal life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Now, let's go to verses four through six and we'll be done. Verses four through six is the characteristics of believers who walk according to the truth. Verses four through six is the characteristics of believers who walk according to the truth. It says, I rejoice greatly that I have found some of your children walking in truth as we receive commendations from the Father. And now I plead with you, lady, not as though I write a new commandment to you, but that which we have had from the beginning, that we love one another. This is love, that we walk according to his commandment. This is the commandment that that as you have heard from the beginning, you should walk in it. Listen, number one, Parents and children who walk according to the truth will remain faithful to Christ. Parents and children who walk according to the truth, who live according to the truth, will remain faithful to Christ. Verse 4 says, I rejoice greatly that I have found some of your children, which indicate maybe not all of our children walking with the Lord. Some of your children walking in truth as we receive commandments from the Father. 
Now, John rejoices when he hears that some of the elect ladies' children are faithfully walking with the Lord. We often hear talk of children who have turned from the Lord and no longer walking with them. Oh, you hear a lot of chit chat about that. Guess who child went straight? But we seldom hear words of commendation of parents whose children are faithfully walking with the Lord. We need to encourage not only our own children when they are saved and living faithfully to the Lord. We must also encourage other children who are uh, walking with the Lord, who love the Lord and who are being faithful to the Lord and not just make negative comments when children stray from the Lord and make bad decisions. And that's the only time you hear any talk is when a child makes a bad decision. We had two youth days these last two Sundays. Those kids did a tremendous job. How many of you encouraged those children? All our children are not in jail. All of them not on drugs. And when they do well, you need to encourage them. But to make a bad decision, oh, you know what sister so-and-so child did? Oh, well, she didn't do nothing with that child. You know what deacon so-and-so child? You know what the pastor's child did? And you just talk, 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 talk that down. But the, but the good quality is when they're doing well, don't say a peep. And you ought not just rejoice when your child do well, but you ought to rejoice when somebody else's child and just affirm them and love them, encourage them. Why don't you say Amen. amen. The secondly, believers who walk according to the truth will possess unconditional love for the brethren. Believers who walk according to the truth will possess unconditional love for the brethren. Verse, verse five says, and now I plead with you, lady, not as though I wrote a new commandment to you, but that which we have had from the beginning that we love one another. John requested that the elect lady and her family love one another, which is certainly no new commandment. Our Lord instructed his disciples to love one another. In the Gospel of John, chapter 13, verse 34, the scripture says in the gospel, a new commandment I give to you that you love one another as I have loved you, that you also love one another. The Old Testament Jews were also instructed to love their neighbors. Uh, in Leviticus chapter 19, verses 18 and 34, it says, you shall not take vengeance nor bear any grudge against the children of your people, but you shall love your neighbor as yourself. I am the Lord. Verse 34, the stranger who dwells among you shall be to you as one born among you and you shall love him as yourself for you were strangers in the land of Egypt. I am the Lord, your God. Beloved, God is love. Let me say it again. God is love. Jesus demonstrated God's love when he came to earth to redeem sinners. And he also requires that his children love one another. Now, we have a tendency of overlooking Leviticus 1934a. We have a tendency of overlooking Leviticus 1934a, which says the stranger who dwells among you shall be to you as one born among you and you shall love him as yourself. The stranger, those you don't know, being a blessing to those who are foreigners. In other words, believers must not restrict their love only to their family. We must not restrict our love only to our relatives. We must not restrict our love only to close friends. And we must not restrict our love to our own little cliques, which you should not have anyhow. 
We need to be intentional about loving those who are foreigners and strangers whom God purposely brings across our path to love unconditionally. And God will test your love by bringing strangers across your path just to see what you're going to do with your love. Uh, Beloved, until you really love your brother and sister unconditionally from the heart, you are not as righteous as you think you are. First John two nine says he who says he is in the light and hates his brother is in darkness until now. But he who hates his brother is in the darkness and walks in darkness and does not know where he's going because the darkness has blinded his eyes. First John three fourteen and 15 also says we know that we have passed from uh, death to life because we love the brethren. He who does not love his brother abides in death. Whoever hates his brother is a murderer. And and, you know, that no murderer has eternal life abiding in him. Finally, but not the least. Number three, believers who walk in the truth will live according to the Lord's commandments. Believers who walk in the truth, who live in the truth, will live according to the Lord's commandment. Verse six says, this is love that we walk, that we live according to his commandments. This is the commandment that as you have heard from the beginning, you should walk in it, in the commandments of God, the precepts of God, the word of the living God. To walk according to the Lord's commandments is to live in obedience to the word of God. To, I say it again, to walk according to the Lord's commandments is to live in obedience to the word of God and allow it to govern every aspect of our lives. The Lord not only wants us to know the truth, but he also wants us to practice the truth we know and put it in our everyday lives, implement it in our everyday lives. Beloved, the scripture says in John 14, 15, if you love me, keep my commandments, do what I say. In other words, you demonstrate your love uh, to Christ by being obedient to his word. When you love Christ, you will not compromise his word. When you love Christ, you will be faithful to live by his word. When you love Christ and his word, you will make his word priority. When you love the commandments of God, you will share his word. When you love the commandments of God, you will stand on his word, which will cause you to stand out and be different in a self-centered, defiant and rebellious nation and world. Beloved, make up your mind to love Christ with all of your heart and obey his commandments. John 14, 15 says again, if you love me, keep my commandments. Why call me Lord and do not what I say? And all God's children said, amen. If you enjoy this kind of biblical teaching or would like to hear this message in its entirety, please visit www.maranathasa.org where you will find an archive of audio messages, service times, directions to the church, upcoming events, and much more. You can also reach us at 210-821-5683. If you would like to make a special donation to support the radio ministry of Maranatha Bible Church, please visit our website at maranathasa.org. Select the Give option and choose the radio broadcast support fund. Thank you very much for your generosity. 
The Maranatha Bible Church family invites you to join us Sunday, September 11th at 10 a.m. as we celebrate Grandparents Day. During this special celebration, we will honor grandparents for their loving support and the spiritual foundation they have laid to guide us through life's journey. Come, be inspired, be tremendously blessed. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 